You're listening to the Racking Focus Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Racking Focus Podcast. I'm Josiah Blizzard. And I'm John Doyle, and we're on our spoiler-free review of The Gentleman by Guy Ritchie. We're going to try really hard to not spoil anything for you guys, because if you've seen a Guy Ritchie film, honestly... <laughs> The first couple minutes of this movie is like, I can't talk about it. You can't it. talk about anything that happened. So let's talk about performances. So what do you think about the performances in this particular film? Everybody's wonderful. <laughs> like there's not a weak link in the bunch here. Great. Right? Even Big Dave, who you is a character actor that you've seen in Edgar Wright films and other random pieces, is so good still. Like, it's just everybody is doing quality work. Even the astounding Bugsy Malone. Even Bugsy Malone. Who uh, could who, be a rapper, could be a boxer. Yeah, you've heard. Certainly he, <laughs> a rapping boxer. He is definitely both of those things in this movie. You heard his song, his hit song, Boxes of Bush, at the beginning of this <laughs> podcast. Uh, that was written for this movie, I think. Finally um, had gotten it out of my head during the spoiler-filled <laughs> hour-long conversation, and now it's back in it my head. It is back. I thank you so You're much. quite welcome. Um. Yeah, acting top notch. Loved Hugh Grant. Um. He really. He really. He and Colin Farrell really steal the film. Yeah. He. I, I wish Colin Farrell was in it more. Yeah. But you know. Oh, so good. He's really, yeah. really charming and and funny and has some really nice action sequences. Yeah. Yeah. A, a nice moral center to the movie. As weird as that's gonna sound. That's very weird sentence. Uh, I think Charlie Hunnam does a nice job uh, in some subtle playing of some important. Certainly. parts of his character he is uh you know charlie hunnam's the most down-to-earth guy in this whole film he is the most down-to-earth guy in the film he is not eccentric in any way like he is appreciative of what he has yep. and he doesn't want to lose it so right. certainly um matthew mcconaughey what do you think you know i said this in um yeah the spoiler filled i really thought we were watching a like a spoof of a lincoln ad in the, in the beginning of the film, except it was set in a bar, um, which is funny. But then he moved to definitely being more gangster McConaughey. Yeah, he's, you know, one of the things about him as an actor is he has that ability to become dangerous. You know, I think about True Detective and yeah, how we, oh, did, you know, so where, where he's, where we, we see him and there's just so much threat underneath what's happening. Yeah. And there's definitively threat here and, it's great to see that. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's a scary chap in this movie. Um, I wouldn't want to cross him, you know? So he's the un unpredictable one. And, I mean, we talked a little bit about what makes a Guy Ritchie film a Guy Ritchie film, specifically the, his crime indie, you know, snatch and lock stock uh, sort of films. And that unpredictable character is one of those ingredients, I think. And McConaughey's character certainly has a predictability to him in a sense, but he's still a wild card as far as the methodology behind how he's going to do what he's going to do. Uh, and we see him take action on a few different people. Uh, and I can't say much more than that, but I think that that's a great yeah. place to stop. The, the story certainly does some interesting things. It's paced a little different than a traditional Guy Ritchie film, but it still has the most of the ingredients we talked about. And if we start talking about that, we spoil it. I can't say a word. It's well shot, looks good. Sound is ex used extraordinarily well throughout. So good. The sound is filling. Um, 
the sound i get nervous every time there's a security guard that goes by here in the car because of that one time yeah i don't we don't need to have a conversation with i don't security guard. i don't um yeah i mean all the ingredients are there uh and i said in the spoiler filled that you know it has all the ingredients except it just feels like it's missing a little bit of salt um and there's a there's a piece that is missing to me and i don't think I can tell you what that piece is you'll have to figure that out for yourself as you watch the film because that's a full-on spoiler the other thing I want to say too is I think this film there's sort of two I think I definitively think we're gonna get a visit from security the the uh the the things I want to say is I you made a really wonderful point about this movie playing with us as an audience and audience expectations that if we fill it out it's going to blow a lot of information yeah. in the movie and it's going to spoil the film in a way that we don't want to do but on the back end of that really think about how this is a movie about movie making yeah whether it's a movie about guy Ritchie making movies which is one piece as he returns to the genre or it's about us as viewers encountering these stories mm-hmm. and it, it could be about both uh, it's just great to have that in your head as you approach it. It'll give a richer experience Absolutely. for you. Yeah, I think as a viewer. I mean, I, I mean, and you mentioned too that the film looks good, and it's almost a little strange to watch a Guy Ritchie crime drama thriller look this good because you know, flashing back to his earlier films back in the early two thousands, um, they didn't look that great and they looked fine right like they're 100% passable well and there's a great gag to that right there's a gag in the movie referencing that yeah. which is charming um, but it is a little strange to see pristine lighting and beautiful camera work and, and clean clean video clean, yes clean visuals is the big thing no weird color right I mean, like it's you can tell that what they were using in the early 2000s was this definitely lower end cheaper budget you know lower budget camera film. great yeah and they they were shot on film and i would imagine that this was also shot on film but there's a great gag about out, whether actually. or not that's the case you can actually find that out the um it's a it's a rock solid piece of film it is fun to watch and there's some solid performances solid production design there's a lot of little clever easter eggy things if you look around uh, a lot there's a couple of slaps at the film industry. and Certainly a couple uh, slaps there, yeah. A marvelous use of foul language, uh, whether it is the infamous C word used or the non-racist use of the C word, and which sounds strange, or the use of uh, a certain character's name you've probably seen in the preview, brilliantly played uh, <laughs> with Farrell and Bonham. It does not tell me uh, if well, it's shot on film. So... Uh, yeah, I don't so know. So we do a second half. Listen to the spoiler-free second half if it appears, and we'll have an answer for you at that point. Yes. Um, yeah, so I don't know if this was shot on film or not, but we'll, we'll let you know. And, uh, you know, there's something about, I don't know if this is a lot for a Guy Ritchie film. $18 million was, oh, that's the gross. Where was the budget? Sorry, now we're getting into weird, uh, weird yeah, territory. This is a weird. Here, but where this is I, I am now. Free. I am now struggling scrolling. to not spoil things. <laughs> so, so John, how was your day? You know, <laughs> <laughs> we are not going to talk about that. We can say that uh, we had a weird audience. This is one of those moments I would like to actually talk about audience. So, you know, we we weird audience. Uh, Josiah sat next to an eight-year-old girl <laughs> at a Guy Ritchie film, <laughs> and. Uh, 
her father who had some kind of upper respiratory issue. He had a condition of but some sort because he scared the crap out of me multiple times. These huge hacking coughs and sneezes uh, followed by, <gasps> oh, it's really a lot. Uh, and I had a older couple next to me. And when I say that, because I'm not young, it was an older couple. Who, and the <laughs> woman was quite shocked. She was shocked at every turn in the film, especially during a particularly gravity-filled moment. I felt like she was everybody's grandma who was just like, oh, wow, that's what you're doing? Wow. I just don't know what these oh, wow. people were doing at the movie. I, oh. You, you had that great line. <laughs> Do you think maybe they thought that... The person who did Aladdin, this was that's why they brought their eight-year-old. Oh my gosh! I was like, they, these parents probably have no idea. Who, one, what else Guy Ritchie has done other than Sherlock Holmes and Aladdin and Man from Uncle, which is relatively safe. Um, and certainly, no one has seen King Arthur. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like, well, let's bring our eight-year-old to Guy Ritchie. Like, did you watch the trailer, or are you do you just not care? There's a lot of language. She fell asleep, thankfully, so maybe she... There was a lot... Of, there's a lot of language, and that's to be expected, right? And it's that idea of, you know, the street and the, the yeah, world of... the uh, world of crime. Crime and, and common vo voice and dialect yeah. and all the things that are used so well. I mean, well. it's British, for goodness sake. Like, <laughs> there's no... I don't... I, I've... They just talk like that, right? Like that's just the that's just how that seems so pejorative. I know I, it does. And I said it. <laughs> I said it. I'm gonna we'll stick it. to it. Okay. We're gonna wrap up in just a moment <laughs> before we lose our British massive British audience. Oh, that's just how they talk, eh? Uh, so how's my accent? Oh, you're killing me so much. <laughs> it's just this is brutal. Um, I do it just. And this is, we're early compared to what we could be for this film. So let's rate this thing. Uh, we're almost at 10 minutes, and I'm conscious of our spoiler freeze. There's nothing else that we can say about this movie without spoiling something. It, so I just really want to avoid that. I'm going to say... Oh, wait. I know what I didn't say. I love the freaking score. Yeah, okay. I said yeah, that yeah, when yeah. I was going in the bathroom, and then I said I would say it again, <laughs> and I forgot. I love, this, I love the music under this thing. Yeah. All right, now you can rate. Good. John loves the music. Soundtrack, 10 out of 10. Um, I say go see it in theaters. Bring a whole gaggle of friends with you. And I say the same bunch. thing. I yeah. say bring friends. Go see it in the theaters. You and know, you know how they sell beer outside of the the movies now. Like, get a beer when you when you get there and go in and yeah. watch. Like, I'll agree with you. You said that in the spoiler filled. I'll say it in the spoiler free. Get a drink. Go inside. If you don't drink, just have some water. You'll still be fine. And if you miss it in the theater, watch it at home. And if you watch it at home, bring some friends over to your house. It is a movie that communally you'll have a yes. ball joking about, talking about after it's finished. And don't pause the movie or get up to go to the bathroom. Sit, watch it in one full piece because if you lose momentum, it's going to feel weird. So yeah, keep the momentum. Watch the full. You can you cannot use the bathroom for two hours. You'll be fine. So, so yeah, so there you go. That's our review. I think it's great. I hope Guy Ritchie continues along this path and makes another one of these. Yeah. I hope that this has helped him get his footing underneath him again yeah. in, in this particular way. And if he wants to make other movies, good for him. He's a good filmmaker. But I, I love this genre. I, love I want his, it. like, it, whether it's a crime drama or w whatever it is, I want him to be, you know, at the helm of it, right? Like we said in the spoiler filled, that 
you know, he was 100% in charge. Like, there's no director's cut for this film or Snatch or Lockstock, right? Like, it's this is the movie that he wanted to make. Uh, and I think, you know, when I when you say, like, is Richie back or not, like, I'm going to say, yeah, because he's making the movie that he wants to make. Whereas I'm sure there's a cut somewhere that's a longer Sherlock or a longer sure. Man from Uncle or whatever it is, right? Or, or certainly a, a longer King version. Arthur. Uh, there may be a tighter version too, where right. things were added in the end because the audience didn't think sure, such and sure. such. Sure, absolutely. But I and I say all this because of a Charlie Hunnam interview that I read the other day about King Arthur, and he said that he was both Guy Ritchie and Hunnam were really disappointed in the King Arthur film because they cut out almost an hour of the movie. Oh. There, it could have been, it was almost a three-hour cut, and they cut out about an hour because of a miscasting choice. Like they miscast somebody and it just didn't work, so they cut out a whole thing. And Charlie Hunnam said the film would have been great if they didn't cut out this big piece, and that's, I mean, that's partially sure due to casting and Guy Ritchie, you know, choosing sure. his cast, but. You know, this also comes down to studio. Would Guy Ritchie have had more control if he wasn't working with a major studio? And yes, in this, he's working with Miramax, but Miramax has knowingly worked with independent artists in the past, like Tarantino. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, so like they'll just, they just give him free reign to do what he wants to do. And like, I really appreciate that. And because of that, I think you need to go support this movie in theaters. AMC does this wonderful artisan film thing, um, and I'm glad that they bring in these kind of not no name movies, but I yeah, mean, there's the, a lot of indie in the films middle, that right? come in they're, here. They're, yeah. they're in the middle, so they're not the crazy indie film or the the hard to access right, right. arts house film. Sure, it's it's a traditional movie theater film. It's just uh, you know has a little less broad appeal. But we're able to see the farewell here and we're able to see Parasite here and like movies like that that are truly hard to access in some -hmm. some places. Uh, And The Gentleman is not an artisan film other than the fact that Guy Ritchie is at the head of it and is doing his own thing. Right, and it's being made, right, as craft, as art. And and whether or not it is a work of art, it still is a really well-made film and a well-written film. Oh, yeah, uh, well-acted film, well-shot film. You should go see it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's about it. Anything else to add, John? No, I think uh, people should review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and so everywhere else that, that they can do that. Guys, um, go see this movie. Go find us at rackingfocuspodcast.com and connect with us on social media. Uh, we are old and we're on Facebook too, so you can find us on Facebook. Um, we're sharing a whole bunch of stuff there as much as we can about movies we do this witcher series where you can listen to our thoughts on the first season of the witcher uh we are doing a whole bunch of stuff and we have a great season lined up for you as far as 2020 goes if there's a movie that you know is coming out this year and you want us to review that send it our way we'd also love to you know review your homemade films not homemade but if you make short films we'd love to kind of review those because that's kind of a fun way to break it up we're gonna get a homemade film now but uh, <laughs> I hope we don't. Oh my goodness gracious! I hope we don't. The way you said that felt just like very strange. Pandora's box <laughs> of films that are going to be coming into our DMs or wherever it might be. 
you know, the other thing um, we should at least uh, say to folks is we we love having you as part of this family, but we do two halves of the show. So you're listening to the spoiler free and there is a really thoughtful spoiler filled review. So once you've seen the film, tune back in, listen to that and get the full story. Yes, 100 uh, percent. That's it. That's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, and uh, beware pigs. Beware of pigs. Beware. Well, at least relations with. Never mind. <laughs> Bye. Bucks in the bush. All birds know dust. Bucks in the bucks in the bucks with the toddlers that you don't. Thanks for listening to the Racking Focus podcast.